Welcome to Presence of Mind, the podcast where we talk about mental health, wellness, and life lessons. I'm your host, Jesse Brar, and here are some presents from my mind to yours. I get a lot of questions about the process of getting a diagnosis for mental illness and how that works and the implications it has. And I wanted to share a little bit about how that process was for me because to be quite honest, that journey is very much different based on the individual. It sometimes is helpful, sometimes it really doesn't do much. And I've kind of had the experience both ways. And so I just wanted to share a little bit about my experience and provide some insight on, on how that worked for me. So I recognized that I was struggling for the first time and found words for it when I was around 16 and was in my psych class and noticed that these words depression and anxiety and all the symptoms my teacher was talking about I could see a lot of them in myself and of course self-diagnosis isn't the best way to go but it is something that happens automatically when you notice symptoms that's when you know okay something's up and maybe I should get it checked out so that was kind of my starting point and that's where I started doing research to understand more about what was going on and as I got older and started to learn more about this space, that's when I started looking towards actually getting a proper diagnosis from a doctor. And one of the things that hindered me beforehand was honestly, I was just scared that once I got a diagnosis, it would be real. It wouldn't just be something that I thought was happening. Once I got a diagnosis, I would have a mental illness. And it's a silly way to think of things because of course, before the diagnosis, during and after, who you are is the same. It's just that word and having that attachment to an actual doctor being like, this is real. And for me, honestly, that was a good thing because once I got my diagnosis, I was like, you know what, this is real. It's not in my head. And I was able to tackle things more head on. And I was able to also rationalize with my own brain and say, you know what, you're not doing this to yourself. This is a real illness. Other people have gone through it. There are resources out there. And I started my journey of recovery through that. And this is coming from someone who did have a mental illness. One of the things I think is different is when you go to a doctor and you talk about uh, feeling certain symptoms and things that you're going through, you could have a clinical illness. Um, but it also could be just that point in time. If you've experienced a lot of life changes, if you've experienced a lot of grief or whatever is going on and you're experiencing symptoms of depression, anxiety, all of that, you could still pass those tests of having depression because it might be just in that moment. So I know I talked about this on one of the first podcasts that I did that mental health and mental illness are two different things. Um, so similarly, when you look at that dual spectrum, you can see that even without having a mental illness, you can have poor states of mental health and they could be there for a prolonged period of time. There are lots of people who experience symptoms of depression for a couple weeks, for a couple months, and due to the environment they're in or things that are going on in their life and that does go away, doesn't mean that it's a chronic illness for them. But in my case, it was a chronic illness. And getting that diagnosis, I was able to recognize that and 
I was able to start looking for solutions on how I was going to deal with this because it wasn't going to go away. It had a lot to do with my brain chemistry, my brain development growing up. And those are things that I can't retrospectively go back and change. And therefore I had to learn how to deal with it moving forward. And I got my diagnosis when I was about, I want to say 20. So around five or six years ago. And at that moment in time, I was diagnosed with chronic depression and um, generalized anxiety disorder, as well as experiencing symptoms of PTSD. And this was great because like I said, now that I knew these things and that was what I was experiencing, I was able to one, recognize when triggers were present and I was able to start going back and understanding why I was the way I was and understand who I was as a person and how these things um, or these illnesses, I guess, that I was dealing with, how they were connected to me and how they were connected to my past. But one of the things I found is the general treatments that were recommended to me, like for example, going to a therapist and going and taking anti-anxiety medication or antidepressants, those things didn't necessarily work for me as well as I thought they would. And next episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about finding solutions for um, different mental illnesses or mental health experiences you might be having and how to find a solution that works for you. But in this specific case, going back to just diagnosis, for me, I realized that those treatments weren't working. And honestly, it made me really, really frustrated because I was like, why is this not working? And I always would find like, I I felt like I was an exception to the rules, but everyone around me was saying, you know what? No, you have depression, you have anxiety. This is what you're dealing with. But I always kind of felt out of place. And I kept kind of doing things. And as I researched more, I found solution and a regimen of treatments that worked for me that were a little outside of the box. It was a little bit of writing things down, a little bit of therapy, a little bit of CBT, sometimes taking medication. And I found what worked for me. But I found that I had to advocate for myself a lot. And one, it was really exhausting when my brain was already so tired and I wanted to give up all the time. It's really hard to advocate for yourself, but I kept doing it because I wanted to be better and I wanted to do better. And actually, it wasn't until last year that I realized that original diagnosis I was given was wrong. So I was doing research, as I do, um, looking into different mental health experiences. And an article came up one day that talked about something called complex PTSD, so complex post-traumatic stress disorder. And when I started reading about this, I was looking at it and I was like, oh my God, I had a revelation. I was like, this is what I'm dealing with. And it is a complex mental illness where it has symptoms of anxiety, has moments of depression, it has PTSD all wrapped into it. But complex um, post-traumatic stress disorder really comes from experiencing trauma for an extended period of time. And so for example, for myself, I had a very traumatic childhood which the trauma experience lasted for about 11 years. So as I exhibited symptoms of all of these other mental illnesses, the doctors kind of missed that there was this one other thing that could be all encompassing and fit my bill better. It was harder to get a diagnosis that actually matched me. And although that was really frustrating because of course you go to a doctor to be like, help me find a solution to the things that are going on with my body and my physical being, 
I recognize that as you struggle with your mental health, the most important thing you can do is advocate for yourself and speak what's happening with you because no one understands that experience other than you. And like I said, that can be really exhausting, but it worked out in the end. And now I have a proper diagnosis. And now that I know what it is, I can continue forward and look for solutions that match better to me. And it gets better every day. But as well, I had a friend say this to me at one point in time that the brain is the biggest enigma in science. It's constantly changing. We're constantly learning new things. There is no one size fits all solution. And therefore, even when you get a diagnosis, sometimes you do have to understand that there are a lot of options out there. And because our brain is so complicated, there are different ways that it can manifest our anxieties and whatever else is going on. And I'm not saying that it's always going to be this way. That's just my personal experience. This is just how I personally um, had an experience with diagnosis. But I do think getting a diagnosis is super helpful because it does alleviate some of that stress on you that where you don't understand. I found a lot of my stress came from not understanding what was happening and therefore not being able to find a solution. But the more I was able to get more clinical information from my doctors, from the people that I was working with, and then implement that into my life, the easier it got. So that's a little bit about the process of diagnosis for me. If you're looking into getting a diagnosis, there's a couple ways you can do it. The best start really is just to go to your family doctor and let them know that you've been experiencing some symptoms or that you haven't been feeling well mentally and you wanted to explore what might be going on. And like I said, it differs, like you could have a diagnosable mental illness, but you also could be experiencing these symptoms and not necessarily have a chronic mental illness. So it might just be something acute that might is happening in the moment. So to be honest, I always say, take the risk, go out there, learn more, find a doctor that you trust and someone that you feels understands you think that was also one of the hardest parts for me was I didn't have my family doctor when I went to go get my diagnosis. I was in Kingston at school and then that doctor didn't have the 25 whatever years of knowing me and my background and knowing how I am. So your family doctor is definitely the best place to start. But if you are uncomfortable or you're not sure where to go, definitely just reach out to any doctor that's available. They've been trained to do this and advocate for yourself if you go in and you feel like that's not fitting what how you feel or what's going on feel free to do some research on your own ask questions and make sure you stick up for yourself because as much as our doctors are very well educated like I said no one knows your brain like you do so definitely try and protect your needs as much as you can Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Presence of Mind. If you have something that you would like covered or you'd like to learn more about, you can send a DM on Instagram to at jessiebrar, that's at J-E-S-S-I-E-E-B-R-A-R, or leave a voice note on our anchor page. Thank you so much and stay tuned for our next episode.